Monster Bunch TV. It's Ringside Pop. You know it don't stop. With clicks to the business of everything that's hot. Call it Ringside Pop. You know it don't stop. With the flicks to the business of everything that's hot. Welcome to Ringside Pop. With Kia Stevens, Marty Elias, and Dale Rutledge. Welcome back to another Ringside Pop right here on AfterBuzz TV. We have got a special episode for you today. We have Kia Stevens missing in action. She is in Chicago, and uh, she, she's literally missing, actually. We, don't, we, we presume she's here. Uh, but yeah, we miss you, Kia. We will see you next go round. So we thought we'd do a little bit of a special. I have some uh, drive-through crew that I just could not edit and wanted. It was just too good. So I thought today is the perfect excuse to use our uh, Holy Noel Foley uh, drive-through crew with her, Frank the Clown, and uh, AfterBuzz own Tom Connolly. So we will get to that in just a couple ticks. But first, our panel. We have, uh, he is the, probably one of the most down-to-earth guys in the wrestling biz and has been calling it like he sees it in them referee stripes for over 20 years. Right down the line, he is Marty Elias. How you guys doing? It's great to be back. What's up, mm -hmm. bud? I like this L.A. Kiss shirt. Yeah, the yeah. now defunct L.A. Kiss. Oh. Oh, wait, that was a thing? The, yeah, it was arena football, you know, that Kiss had oh. for, for a bit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have known that. Yeah. I was like, was there another Kiss? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know? A color glam band? The New York Kiss and the L.A. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would they get into arena football? Uh, investments. Oh boy! You know they didn't talk to Vince McMahon first. <laughs> uh, apparently not. But it, it's fun. It's funny because they have uh, their rock and brews that they do their 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 restaurants that they do, and, and those are actually doing pretty well. Huh? Yeah. So they're mm -hmm. doing that, but they got in the arena f uh, football uh, business, and uh, it lasted maybe two seasons of that. And uh, you know, of course, a fanboy, I would go to the games and buy merch and. Yeah, it was fun. Did the players all have the face paint while they were playing? <laughs> I hope so. No, but the cheerleaders did. Yeah. Oh, that's probably better. Oh, that's yeah. probably Some better. fantasies were fulfilled there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that part. This is so off topic, but I love that part in Family Guy when they're at that Kiss concert. Have you seen this one? Oh, love it. And they put the microphone to, uh, what's Peter's wife's name on? Lois. Lois, Lois. thank you. And she doesn't know the words to the Kiss song? Why would she? Love that. <laughs> but, but you know what was great is that Peter was okay that she banged Gene Simmons. <laughs> that's tremendous. How could you not? I feel yeah. like that's got to be a pass, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Although that tongue gives me all kinds of trepidation. Um, <laughs> also on our panel today, uh, another uh, center block of the building of Ringside Pop. He is Mark Warzak. It's What's great on, to buddy? be back, guys. Thank you for having me. I get to be. I'm lucky enough to get to be here at AfterBuzz every Monday night for the Monday Night Raw after show. But um, we never get to talk about the Foley's on that show because they haven't been on in a long time. So I'm uh, excited to be here and talk about Mick and Noel and everybody. Yeah, we do get into that a little bit in the uh, upcoming drive-through crew with them on on uh, Holy Foley season two. Mm -hmm. uh, so stay tuned if you're curious about that. Um, but yeah, what what are some good Foley stories? I I've I've had the honor of meeting Mick Foley uh, just once, but he came in and did uh, when we were back when we were at Nerdist for Wrestling Compadres. Yeah, uh, he came in and gave us like an hour and a half of his time. It was right when he did that Santa Claus movie. Mm. So it was. Uh, 
it was just a really he was still, he's so passionate about being Santa. Yeah, I just had no idea that he was even a thing. Like I, there's Santa conventions or something. I, mean, I, I ended up watching the movie. Yeah, but I, I've never seen a man that passionate. It was a documentary, right, about just. Pe- People who play Santa Claus all around the country and their passion and commitment to doing so. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the sort of community that they have built of like Santa Clauses. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know what's cool with Mick is uh, apparently you know from what I've heard is in his fascination with Santa is that he wore Christmas clothing for like 365 for a whole year straight. He <laughs> wore Christmas right. I clothing. I actually remember that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. him posting or something, day 261. Yeah. <laughs> that how you said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was like, wow, talk about commitment. Yeah. That's kind of how it, I feel about Halloween, but I've never had it extend past the month of October. It's <laughs> like, I got married in October. I love to go oh. like every weekend. We, we go and do some spooky, creepy, whatever. But then like come November 1st, I'm like, you know what? Pumpkin latte. Get out of my face, <laughs> you know. What I mean? And then you start diving so, into the turkey first, latte. <laughs> no turkey lattes for me. That, that sounds suspect. But you know, there's so much irony in Mick Foley being this like Santa lover because when I first became aware of Mick Foley, which was in the early '90s when he sort of emerged as a national figure, really on the indie scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, of course, made his bones as being this the 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 hard this hardcore blood and guts wrestler. Yeah. And um, so you would never think of him as a guy who, you know, loves, um, you know, uh, Santa and yeah. Santa world. I, I remember going to a WCW show uh, and they probably like, I would say it was probably like 93 or something around wow. that time period. But he used to do a thing then. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Foley used to do a thing then. He was like semi-famous for, okay. which was called the spit trick. And so my friends and I brought a sign because we had ringside seats. We brought a sign to uh, to the show that said "Do the spit trick" uh-huh. just for Mick Foley on his entrance. Okay. So he came out. We're at ringside. We held up the sign "Do the spit trick," and he did the spit trick. And the spit trick was he would. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh god. oh god. He would get a bunch of spit in his mouth, mm-hmm. ball it all up in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Spit Spit it as a tight ball high up into the air, and then it would come back down, and he would catch it in his mouth. mouth. Wow. (laughs) And not only did he do that, but for some reason, we wanted to see that. (laughs) That was your number? You made a sign. (laughs) It was more about being like, hey, we're we're super fans of yours, buddy. We want to be acknowledged. (laughs) Yes, we want to be acknowledged. And he did it, though. He did it for us on his coming to the ring. He did it. He saw the sign, and he did it. You must have been so proud. So proud. (laughs) So proud. I remember. To this day, uh, who, I can't remember who did the the spit the gum and then smack it. Perfect, oh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. That's the only similar spit trick that I can think of. Yeah, in, in but he didn't have to. He didn't put it back in his mouth. He certainly did not. No. And I don't know. I guess because it's your own spit, it's not as big of a deal. But right. you didn't want to catch it as a fan. Did not want to. I wasn't that big of a fan. <laughs> I wasn't that excited to see Big Foley. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the man loves Christmas so much. His daughter is named Noel. Right. Like oh. it is. It is legit an obsession of his. And uh, I, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, we, we talked a little bit uh, about her dad uh, in this conversation, mm-hmm. but um, she's, she's so very different. I love Noelle. She's got this, like, bubbly, very easy-to-talk-to personality. Uh, and, and, you know, she was training to follow her dad's footsteps for a little while. Right. right. She wanted to get in the ring, but 
she seems very injury prone, so I, I guess she's not really thinking that's the way to go. Um, yeah. Even in, in this uh, video, you'll see the the wares of Comic-Con are already taking their toll on her body uh -oh. in, in the car. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you are like 20-something. You need to and that's just Comic-Con. That's no up. road stuff either. Exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine. She didn't hit the ropes at all the entire Comic-Con. <laughs> so I can only imagine. But yeah, I mean, my my... Mick Foley's story is not as cool as that, but when he came to the Nerdist Studios, mm. uh, I don't, you probably remember, but you had to go up one floor to mm -hmm. get to the studio and to to and you and it was stairs. There was no it elevator. Was, there's up. no elevator, and I assume it's like where you're steep. going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And to have to watch him, you know, because I was like, oh, welcome, you know, and and he had to make his way up the stairs, and it was so painful to watch him go through that. To every step was a struggle. You know, this yeah, was like, yeah. you know, 2014 or 2015. Right. Like that. And it was just so sad to see, like, this man put everything that he had into the wrestling business. And this is what he's left with as far as physical. Right. This flight of stairs may best him. You know what I mean? Like, right. he was yeah. really gripping on and trying to make it up. And it was just, as a fan, I was like, man, is it really worth, like, we get entertained and then he can't make it up a flight of stairs. Like, yeah. It was just like one of those really sombering moments, you know, of like, the wrestling business is no joke. Right. Nope. No, it's not. He had the, a recent surgery, I believe, yeah. which helped alleviate. I think it was a hip surgery uh, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, or? I think it helped it alleviate surgery, some of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully it, it helped. Hopefully. Again, like I said, it's like three years ago. Dang, plus, right. It's been getting around like that. It's just crazy. I mean, obviously, we've seen his body fall apart yeah. on the screen, really, from the ear to the tooth and the nose. And yep. All the multiple things in between. From that infamous bump in uh, Hell in a Cell. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Shane came out of that pretty scot-free, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> similar, similar bump. Yeah, but he, only, yeah. he did only one bump instead of the two that Mick did. Yeah, because... Because he went, he went off the side and then When he went the through the middle, I think that's when the tooth that was went the through his lip, right? One, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Shane had time to rehearse it and walk through it and everything. Mm -hmm. And there was a crash pad under <laughs> exactly. the Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mick, it was like, Mick didn't even know it was coming because that cage just went on its own. You know, uh, like that wasn't rigged or nothing. That, was that wasn't rigged? That wasn't rigged or nothing. Taker was just going to chokeslam him on top of the, the cage. And but it, when he chokeslammed him, Boom, that thing just yeah. broke open. It was because when Shawn Michaels, it happened to Shawn Michaels and he didn't go through. So Mick was like, yes. oh, I'm almost twice the size of that man. I should be just fine. <laughs> yep. Wow. I did not realize mm. it wasn't on purpose. No, no that, that was a total shoot. Mick didn't know that was coming because wow. Mick thought he was a chokeslam on top of the cage, but it went somewhere else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jeez, man. Well... Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have, have had much experience with Noelle at all. Have you met her? Met, uh, I've met her twice, but I met her when she was a very, very young child. She was maybe two or three years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, so I remember her being a little girl and just running around and, you know, doing stuff. And Mick would be signing autographs, and she'd be there talking to people and, oh, cute. And, you know, so th that was her, you know. And, and then Dewey was there, too, you know. Okay. So, you know, his little bowl haircut and everything. <laughs> um, but both of them were such little sweet kids. I mean. They, they were so full of life, and you see that now with Noel too. But they were always such good kids, and you know it, that's just an example of the parent, which is Mick. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and you you never know with with a life on the road, things can go oh, so yeah. many different ways. Yeah. So it's nice to see that you know they're both like sweethearted kids. I, I had a chance. I've not met Noel, but I had uh, I worked with Mick several times when I used to work on indie shows, and I would do play by play and be a ring announcer and stuff. But he would come in as the. Uh, 
he was brought in a few times and usually on these shows it'd be it'd be local guys and you'd have maybe one big out of town star come in yeah. and when that and so whoever would come in you know really you know they really had an opportunity if they wanted to be a jerk uh, they could kind of be a jerk okay. and and some of them were right. you know but Mick Foley never was i mean he always was fantastic to everybody just like you would think he would be the yeah. nicest guy in the world completely respectful to everybody complete gentleman to everybody i had a big i had a bright idea one month because mick was going to be brought in as a surprise i was the ring announcer and i said to the promoter instead of just me announcing mick foley's coming next month instead of just saying next up mick next month mick foley let's let's do something special like i'm gonna i'm gonna say the person who's coming in next month for the challenge for the title has sent a special message. And this is the message he wanted us to read, to show you all right here tonight. And I would open up this piece of poster board, and on the piece of poster board that had been folded in half, it would say, Do your spit take? No. <laughs> that should have been it. I, it would say, Bang, bang. Uh, and everyone will pop for this. For and sure. I thought this was such a great idea. And the promoter said, Do it. So I said, Great. So they made the thing. So I went out and did it. But so I, but. The logistics of it, it didn't work out like I wanted it uh -oh. to, guys. People weren't looking at you? No, I, they were looking at me, but I had the mic in one hand, <laughs> and then I had to kind of undo the poster board. And then the thing I never thought of is only a quarter of the audience could see Hardcore. me right. at any one time, right? Because I'm facing in one direction. <laughs> so, all, so I open it, and only those people could see it. And then I have to turn so these people could see it and go all the way around so the whole audience could see it. So the moment I expected of one big pop... I just like didn't logistically think it through very pops. well. It was four baby pops. <laughs> you know, it's funny right now you're building up to that story and, and, and the verbiage and, and things. You know, I, I'm leading, listening to it, I'm going like, okay, it's going to be have a nice day. And, you know, like you went the other way with, you know, hardcore, you know, yeah, cactus hardcore, jack. You yeah, know? hardcore cactus so. jack. You should have just wrote it on both sides. You'd at least get 50%. That's right. Dale, if only you were there to Man. advise me. Should have had it on your jacket on the back. That's right. I needed something. I knew that Titantron is what I needed. Obviously, yeah. the Indies should just get a Titantron. Right. What's the big deal? It would really enhance the shows. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Who's thinking of this stuff? Uh, well, that's a pretty good story. Thanks for sharing those. Mm. Um, this is the drive through crew with Noel Foley, Frank the Clown, and after buzzes, Tom Conley. Check it out. Did that. Have you heard that Dream Daddy app? It's like no. basically like a, it's, it's like a dating app, but you only oh, date hot dads. Dream Daddy. Hot dads. <laughs> yeah. Like DILFs. Yeah, DILFs. <laughs> it was inspired by the DILF So it should be called a Dream DILF, right? <laughs> Maybe they was already taken. Oh, drafts. If not, I'm going to create. <laughs> yeah, there's a competitor right there. Dream DILF. Watch like out, Noel Foley. <laughs> but yeah, the, da the DILFs of Disney. DILFs of Disney. That's what it was kind of inspired by. <laughs> I was like, all right, I hadn't heard of it, but I they, might look it up. Yeah, they have, no, I did look it up. They have a lot of followers. Really? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Who, who is Googling that? I, guess, I don't know. I guess people. I feel like teenage girls probably started it. Right, like, oh definitely. Oh my god, look at that dilf. Oh my god, look at that one. Oh my god, look at that dilf on Space Mountain. I want to take a ride on Space Mountain. <laughs> I, I interviewed... Oh, the line. I almost... <laughs> I almost asked that question to Ric Flair because I interviewed him, but uh, then I was like, uh, probably, not. probably not. I was going to say, what's your favorite ride at Disney? Oh, boy. And, he, and just let him take it from there. Right, yeah, yeah. and then the next 45 minutes. And he would have just been like, hmm. 
It's a small world. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there was already a guy shouting out in the background, Rick, take her out to lunch. Rick, take her to lunch. And I'm like, shut up, bro. Wait, this girl, look at this girl next to us. Oh, oh she's getting she down. She's getting down. Oh, like, can, we go. can we jam with her? It says you're going to make a flat Okay. <laughs> the fun of Comic Con. She didn't give an F. Uh uh. <laughs> I like her. Uh huh. How many cons y'all been to now? Um, She's only number two for me. Only two for San Diego? Three. Three. Yeah. Alright, one step ahead. Oh yeah. I They're love so it. fun. Yeah. It's nice. so crazy. Like yesterday, well, still today, but yesterday my body felt like it was falling apart. <laughs> like my hips felt like they weren't working. Oh, really? Yeah, my knees and my yeah, toes. Yeah, my knees. Gosh. My like neck. Yeah, my yeah. back. Okay. Oh, God. I should have done it. I should have going. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago, I cosplayed as Poison Ivy. Oh. And, yeah, and I made my costume the night before. Okay. Oh, like, she was a thrill to deal with that. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I like started the costume at like 9 p.m. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you just got really inspired Blowing all of a sudden. Yeah. leaves on this like leotard. <laughs> You're like, I have well, to go to Michael's right now. Yeah, and Joanne. We went to Michael's. Joanne. Joanne's, yeah. <laughs> Why are they all like old names for some yeah. reason? Let's go to Betty's. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Eunice's. Yeah. <laughs> Did you use like real leaves too or no? Oh no, they oh, were okay. fake. Oh, I okay. used this like bra that I didn't want to use anymore. So I got these, well, I don't even know, like I guess fake planter leaves. And I picked them apart and just hot glued them all over. Okay. And I had like one of those like waist trainers. I like I bought. <laughs> I got suckered into buying a waist trainer. I was like, oh my god, it can make my waist look small. Let's do it. But okay. no, I used it one time. I was like, I can't breathe. So <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, it's just constricting your body all day sounds like yeah. a bad idea. And they're like, you're supposed to wear it every single day, all day, every day, and wear it at night too. What? I was like, are you kidding? Why? At like, night? why would these people do this? They think it's like gonna reshape your body. Or Pretty something? much. That is, I guess I thought so too. But anyways, I bought like a velvet fabric and I stitched it all over this leopard corset. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out pretty good. Oh, I don't know that policeman is. Yeah. All worked up. But I wasn't supposed to sign, but then I got there, my dad was like, hey, you want to sign Noel? So I signed it oh, for the Ivy. <laughs> on the actual signature? <laughs> no, well, I didn't go that far. <laughs> I should have. Kissing all the men. Like, oh, smell my perfume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's always a lot of fun. You might be able to charge extra for that next time. Mm. Noel Foley <laughs> and Poison Ivy at the same time. <laughs> you just switch sides. Yeah. <laughs> Poison Ivy would be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great experience this morning. I got to go and play. There's a new Power Rangers app. So oh. I played Jason David Frank. Awesome. Versus, uh, so he only, you can't play the Green Ranger, only he gets to play the Green yeah. Ranger. Um, but it was it was really cool. And then the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger, OG, uh -huh. showed up as well. So, oh, it was, wow. so Walter, That's the fun. Black Ranger, was like my coach trying oh, wow. to help That's me. <laughs> I still lost. So oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they rigged it. Yeah, so. they cheated. Um, but it was super fun. Like, I don't know, it's just a neat, silly thing. But yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. It's another magic of Comic Con. Oh, JDF, yes. JDF loves Noel. Oh, really? 
No, I wouldn't say he loves me. Well, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, oh, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Are you guys doing another Holy Foley, or what's the word on that? I don't know. They, they're pretty slow on it. Like, it took five months in between the one season to, like, release the episodes. Was it that long? Yeah. Wow. Five I was like, episodes. I was like, first. no one's going to care anymore. Everyone's going to forget about me. Watch one a month. <laughs> yeah. Five episodes after SummerSlam. Now, the time slots were great. Because, like, you know, if you're watching SummerSlam... It went yeah, fed right into it, right? New, yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, we did five. They did the five to SummerSlam, and then they didn't do the five to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, and the last oh. I heard about it is, like, they're still talking about it. Okay, that's good. But they've been talking about it for, like, a year. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> still know. talking. Yeah, still talking. Mm, I'm excited about McDonald's. I know, I'm hungry. Except I'm going to make the order hard, because I'm not eating flour right now. I just have like, oh. I don't know. I go Is that gluten or, or flour? Is that different? Oh, uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. But I go through these stages where I eat terrible for a month. Like just absolutely horrible. It's borderline disgusting. How, <laughs> like how, Frank will how, be how like, Noelle, why are you eating that much? Oh my God, Noelle. There's so like, many snacks. Really? With my, yeah. my house and have like a roll of, I bought her, she was at my house and she was like her, you know, there's always some sort of ailment going on. Oh, I hurt my back her, really bad. Her back was hurt. <laughs> I couldn't, we don't know I how or why. I didn't move off the couch for five days. Oh my God. Don't know again. Don't know how or why this happened. It just, it just randomly I just get random ailments every single day. <laughs> yeah. Not, not you got joking. Your, your dad's body. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't do well, this do stuff. Anything. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and I have my dad's like memory too. Oh boy. But I don't have. No concussion history. Yeah. Your dad's, yeah. Your dad's hips. My dad's hips. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Your so. Your dad's lower body. It's so weird. <laughs> like if I post a picture on like Instagram or something and like if it's like a tight dress everyone's like oh wow you have your dad's hips or what? you have your dad's butt. I'll, Who like, knows your dad's hips I'll, like that? Like that is weird man. <laughs> a little creepy. You know what? Grinds my gears a little bit. Poor CM Punk couldn't get his ice cream bars made. Now they're making booty of cereal. <laughs> well. He should have stuck around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? What if that was what made him come back? <laughs> like, right. we'll make ice cream bars. He walks into that by eating. He's like, Chocolate. That was, yeah, I would come back for chocolates. Gummy bears? Gummy bears. <laughs> it's gotta be his ice cream, finally. Yeah. It's gotta be the old school bars. Right, yeah. Like where CM Punk has gumball eyes or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, where do you always see him? Because I've seen your pictures. Is that C2E2? Yeah, so he was at C2E2 this year. Okay, that's and, where you saw him uh, again? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's been there a couple years in a row. So, like, I was there the first day. It was a little bit slower. So, I got to, you know, spend some extra time and hang out for a little bit. Do you just know him from... Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, he just developed, like, a relationship from all the years. Like, he, like, kind of, like, had an, well, was, like, had an eye for me, but, like, kind of... Well, see him love. I mean, all the way back to, like... <laughs> see him love. Um, Clown something. Yeah. What's going to be? Clown man punk. <laughs> Clown man punk. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, dating back to almost, like, 2008. To what? Uh, dating back to like 2008, pretty much. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of like, just wow. something a little bit. And like, he's always been out of his way for me. And, you know, that's really nice. stuff and whatever. Yeah. And like, he's obviously, there's a lot of history about his fan interactions or whatever. I think people have some mixed stuff about him sometimes. But I mean, he's, especially to us, you know, Noel too. And he's always like very witty when it's her and I together uh -huh. and everything. And he always, 
will like give me crap or like you didn't screw that one up yet did you ah. no no it's so good <laughs> uh yeah he was he was always nice to me i mean yeah. you know i i think like anybody like just be normal you can't yeah. just run up and be like hey i love you you're crazy yeah yeah, yeah. Like, uh, okay back off dude you know oh what are we gonna order we're here uh oh place order here oh, i don't know if i'm going breakfast or if i'm going Hello there. I don't know if we know what we want yet. No. Nailed that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I thought we were dumb. Like, oh, like, no, you never been to McDonald's? Yeah. Right, yeah. Losers. <laughs> She's heard way worse. I carry Neanderthals. <laughs> Sorry, we're from outer space. She said she was going to egg McMuffin without the McMuffin. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finish a lot of my sandwiches with at least one piece of bread missing. It depends on how in public I am. Yeah. Because if, if you try it too much, uh oh. Hello. Hello, 2740. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. Where'd she come from? <laughs> she knows you work. Yeah, she just took her car. Yeah, yes. She's like, <laughs> she's running back inside right now. She's like, I got another one. I got another one. So there's. Why is your office in that bush? Yeah. <laughs> These cow oh. people are dumb as f. <laughs> <laughs> Every like time they it. ask me if they do the order right, oh I just say God. yes. I don't even listen. I don't know why. I'm like, yep, you got it. Look at the mold. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> don't look. No, no mold. mold. Oh. No. <laughs> <We> <laughs> Thank you. No mold. <laughs> mm, this smells good. Sometimes when I can't have food, I just sniff it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> for the next rental person. In like seven months, we'll be like, what is that dang smell? Because <laughs> 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 it was an all-women's panel this year. Mm -hmm. They've never done that before. And they have their new dolls out. It's a whole line for girls, mm -hmm. which that's not, never been done before. And the dolls are awesome. They, they look really good. They look so good. And all the girls were so excited about it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was neat to be there to see them see him for the first time. Yeah. Was really which fun. was really cool. I love the Bella Twins, by the way. I know. They're so sweet. I... People don't give them enough respect. I know. I've never, like, had, like, a deep conversation with them. So I wasn't really sure how the interview would go. But they were so nice and just easy mm -hmm. to they talk were, they to really, and, and they fun. work really hard. And, like, they do. They really they, do. They, they kind of have every reason to maybe not be as sweet as they are. Exactly. Like, but, you know, they... Very level-headed and personable. And yeah, yeah I really enjoyed our interview. Yeah, Bree saw me from across the room. She was like, "Yeah, we're yeah. here for you." You know, just like being <laughs> so nice and like I don't know. I was just very surprised. They don't have to do like you're saying. They yeah, don't have to do any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, I think I think the audience doesn't give them as much respect because they came from the older yeah diva regime. But yeah. I mean, they worked. So if you look at them ten years ago and then how they are wrestling now, oh my god, mm -hmm. it's night and day. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't remember, uh, it was like WrestleMania 30. They did that like double dive out of the ropes in, yeah. that, in the Battle Royal. And that mm -hmm. was awesome. You're yep. right. and, yeah. It was like right before when everything was starting, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And like Nick can hang with anyone, definitely. And oh, Brie yeah. too. And like Brie got the big Stephanie like angle. Mm -hmm. And Nikki, I mean, was the longest reign Divas champ. She was putting in good matches with like everyone. Mm -hmm. Like she was, I mean, she had good matches with AJ. She had good matches with uh, Charlotte. She had good matches with Becky. I mean, 
she definitely proved herself like that she belonged because everybody hyped up all the other girls coming from NXT and it was like unfair to the older girls in a sense yeah. mm -hmm. that had been there and like no they definitely could uh, both prove they can hang I was surprised Bree said she wants to come back me too and she's getting a ring mm -hmm. to practice I was like what? that's dedication right there I know uh huh mm -hmm. wow yeah I, I mean, thought I, that was crazy too I'm sure you know being married to really good wrestlers also helped with them. Oh, yeah. Bit, you know, yeah. Or dating, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those two guys are all right. So <laughs> I've seen better. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Brock? Do you want to see him stay? Do you want to see him? Because there's a lot of rumors of him going back to UFC now. And How could he go back? I thought he retired. No, he just actually entered the... Cause so he's suspended. Mm -hmm. But his suspension is now up. So in order to be reinstated, you have to go into like the USA DA, uh, the drug policy. Get to go through their screening or whatever. So he is now signed up and has entered that protocol. And his contract supposedly expires at WrestleMania 34. And UFC is dying for a bit. Sorry, Frank, can I interrupt you? There's this guy staring at this girl's butt over here. He was just full on <laughs> staring. The girl who has her, her butt out right her there. Her cheeks are they're pretty loose. I mean, they're out. They are out. <laughs> to be stared at. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I like Brock. Yeah. I think kind of what you're saying about Cena, that is Brock right now, right? So, yeah, exactly. He comes in, it's important. Mm -hmm. Does he put on great matches? No. But it's, it's like, just like Suplex City. Yeah, like, it's a different kind of match where you're just literally it's, it's worried for the real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're like, because yeah. like with the Joe match, I was like, man, I hope it's not like 30 seconds long and they go that route. But it like, it felt like it didn't need to be any longer than it was. It could have been, but like, it felt like it was like, okay, these two guys are big badasses and they want to legitimately hurt each other. Yeah, and they probably told each other, okay, let's, you know, let's rough each other up, mm -hmm. and, and I mean, it looked like a legit like MMA fight almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and it left you wanting more. Mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. So I, I dig it. So he makes things feel special, but it's not like if he's gone, I'll cry. But yeah. I, I do want. I think he brings money to the table for WWE. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't want them to lose him just for that reason because I, I think he makes people watch and then other people see yeah. the Sami Zayn yeah. you know right. what I mean like so I, I don't know I, I'm i sure if he does go back to UFC they would be totally fine with him coming back to WWE whenever he oh, wants yeah. pop yeah. up oh, at SummerSlam yeah. because like, you can't do UFC forever <laughs> yeah. you know you can't do WWE forever but you get much well I wouldn't say it's easier on the body by any means no but, but it's probably harder on your body if anything but it's I guess I would say it was less of a commitment because, like, inner, you know, because you can choose your fights, right? right it's like, yeah. I'll do one this year or two or whatever, and right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like him, but it's I'm, he's not my favorite. So, who I is win. your favorite? Ooh. Yeah, who is your favorite? God, I'm a real Johnny Gargano, Mark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's hard. I love so many people. Yeah, me too. Um, but who's your favorite wrestler on the main roster? Shit, it's so hard. I really love Sami Zayn. Super, oh, super, yeah. super love Sami Zayn. What about you guys? I mean, I can't run Cena, but... I, mean, I like I Seth him. Rollins. He's really good on the mic. Great wrestler. I like him as a heel, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not as into him right now because I don't feel like they're using him the right way. Yeah. Right now, I'm all about Samoa Joe. Yes. He's yeah. doing good the best badass. stuff he's ever done in his entire... And he's had a long career. Yeah. He's doing the best stuff he's ever done. Oh, AJ shown, too. Now he's going to SummerSlam main event, I think. You know? So, yeah. Good for him. It's supposed, supposed to be a one-off, and now he's probably getting in another one. So I hope so. What do you think? I mean, who's yours? Uh, well, Seth Rollins. Uh, is he a number one? I don't know. It's like a like a like maybe like four at the same time. Okay. So probably like Seth Rollins, oh, wow. Samoa Joe. 
Yeah, or the tape. Fatal Four Way. So Seth Rollins, uh, Smojo, Kevin Owens, and. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good guys. Kevin Owens. Finn Balor? Oh, yeah. How could I not say Finn Balor? What a bunch of jerks. Yeah, come on, guys. Who's your favorite, Tom? Say Finn Balor. I think Kevin Owens. I mean, he's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, AJ. I mean, a lot of the guys in SmackDown have just been Yeah, and obviously, can't go wrong with Nakamura. Yes. I mean, there's so many to pick from. Shit. All of them? Yeah. It's my favorite. Well, thanks for doing this, guys. Oh, this was super fun. Thank you yeah, for my fun. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll just leave the egg whites. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you find it, I don't know. We'll leave it for Save them. us for later. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Noel Foley, Frank the Clown, and AfterBuzz's Tom Conley. That was a lot of fun to do. Uh, Comic Con is always crazy in itself, but to ride around with that crew and get some food and just shoot the shit about everything that popped into mind. It was a lot of That's good talk, cool. so I really appreciate it. And uh, people don't give Noelle as much credit as she deserves. I know it's, mm. I think there's a lot of, I talked about this with Nigel on the show in, in Drive Through Crew. The way that you come into the biz is often the way that people critique you for so many years after that. The Miz suffered from it. We talked about yeah, that. Right. I mean, Roman Reigns, the way that the, he got a push, but he right. worked, you know, there's greener guys. Braun worked in the ring less. Right, and way less. Just as big of a push, and nobody's bothering his ass about it. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Noelle kind of suffers from that same way, and she's she's finding her footing on what she wants to do and, in the And biz. you know, on that point, too, I mean, the, the, the folks who come in like that, you know, if they're a son or a daughter or whatever, mm -hmm. if somebody... You know, there's always that expectation to be as good as your parent. I right. mean, whether it be a flair or what, or somebody else, or or, or Foley, and, and and it's really hard for those people to, to overcome that because the fact that that stigma's there that you know if you're not as good as your dad or even halfway near what your dad did or your mother, then you know we don't even want to uh, you know root for you. Yeah, and how is that fair? Because it's not. their parents didn't have, you know, they had the time to get to where they were good. It's not like Ric Flair just came out the womb good. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So you got to give these people their space. I mean, I'm sure Ted DiBiase Jr. suffered from it. I mean, Cody Rhodes is somebody who's finally, this past year, has kind of been able to become his own thing. Right. Steamboat's son, Richie, had that oh, issue yeah. too, mm -hmm. man. I mean, because r right out of the gate, I mean, people were like, if he's not, you know, Steamboat Jr., then, you know, what is, what is he? Yeah, is that's he? a lot of pressure. That oh, so tell pressure. me about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and Steamboat and I have had those conversations, and he just says, you know, it's one of the things, you know, that I, I didn't want him to face, but he did. He faced it, and then he moved on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's it's, unfortunate. It's very interesting, but yet people love to have that name recognition, too. So it's like such a double-edged mm -hmm. sword. You know, right. It might open the door. It opens some it doors. Certainly, mm -hmm. certainly doesn't get you through. So anyway, yeah. thanks so much for your time, uh, gang, that was involved. And thank you guys for thank coming you. in and uh, talking some Foley. Uh, Marty, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at Twitter at MartyLice1967, on Instagram at MartyLice67, and on Facebook, good old Marty Elias. Easy peasy. All my social is at Mark Warzeka, and it's spelled M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A. How much do you spell that in a day? Oh, yeah, a million times. <laughs> I still don't know how to spell it, and I've literally saved you in my phone. Uh, I am at The Walking Dale, which is very easy to spell. On Instagram and Twitter, you can also follow Ringside Pop, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So check us out, and we will see you next time. Hi, Kia!
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Dale Rutledge, and Stephen Lemieux, managing producer for AfterBuzz Wrestling, Mark Donica, and the entire Ringside Pop staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow the show on Twitter at Ringside Pop. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!